This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to the captain's run. Now, Smitty, we've got him on the... I'm actually... I've got a, a Barry Crocker, people. I'm not on the Gold Coast today because... Mate, where are you? Look, I've let you down, Smitty. It's the first time all year. <laughs> I've, I haven't made a single error all year. I think this may be the first one. Uh, but I booked flights a couple of days ago on Monday, and I thought, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see Smithers. I can't yep. wait to see him. Get to uh, yesterday, had everything planned, ready to go to the airport. Bags packed. Bags packed. Excited. Can't wait to see Cam. And I uh, go to check in, and they're saying, your check-in isn't open for another 24 hours. And I thought, that's strange. I can't believe Jetstar has dropped the ball. <laughs> and I was like, I must have to check in there. So I was like, kept packing, kept getting ready to go. And I went back and I was like, I'm just going to make sure that I didn't drop the ball because this mm. may be a disaster. Went back, checked, booked the wrong day, Smithy. Booked the wrong All days. Good, oh, no. And also there were no flights. You know what, actually, Smithy, there was one flight. And I, oh. sat, I, and I sat and stared at it for like probably 10 minutes. Yep. It was a business class fight. It was twelve. Oh. It was twelve hundred dollars. Yep. And I stared at it for too long, and it went. Oh no! And I was like thinking, oh, should I do it? Should I not do it? And then I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But anyway, Cam, how are you, mate? How All you good. going? All good. I'm going good, mate. I'm going good. And you know what? I'd love to have you up here in studio, but technology these days, as everyone knows, we can we can do it. Um, face-to-face over a bit of uh, Teams or Skype or whatever we're doing today. I'm not too sure what we're doing, but our voices are going out to our listeners, which is the most important thing. Absolutely. Now, there's been uh, – how's the week been since, obviously, you, the incredible week last week? Yep. What's it like now? Because Origin's over. You get to relax a bit now. I know you want to play a bit of golf. You've been struggling to get it on the, <laughs> on the course. Yes. But how's it been since uh, the Origin victory? Oh, mate, it's been great. And, and just, you know, being up here in Queensland in particular – you know, everyone's really happy after the boys had a really great win in game three. Um, and it's always nice coming off uh, knowing that you've got the shield in, in your hands for the next 12 months at least. So, um, oh, look, it's been good. It's been good. And But, you know, we're back into the um, swing of things now with normal footy and NRL is in the uh, the latter stages of the competition. And I tell you what, it's it's starting to heat up the, um, the comp and, and the positions on ladders. They're starting to change a little bit. Um, one of the heavyweights, Melbourne, three losses in a row, Kempi. Oh, um, and results, you know, pending over this weekend, we we may find another team in the top four, possibly, possibly. Can we even think about it, your men? Oh wow! Don't get me, don't get me excited, Smithy. <laughs> don't get me excited. Could you imagine the Brizzy Broncos oh, in the top four and a Storm? Not oh, wow, wow. Anyway. Um, now some huge, huge news. Uh, overnight, uh, recently, uh, mm. well, not overnight, uh, over the last few days, Victor Radley has decided that he would like to play for England. Now, Victor Radley's father was mm. born in Sheffield in England, and the World Cup is coming up. Now, with Victor Radley choosing to play for England because they are a Tier 1 nation, 
He can mm-hmm. now no longer play for Australia, and he now can no longer play for New South Wales. First of all, thoughts on uh, Radley, who was a part of the New South Wales squad, uh, choosing to play for England. Yeah. Well, it's understandable, right? If, you, if your father's born, or any of your parents, not just your father, but if your parents are born in another country and you, and you feel as though you feel strongly enough that you'd like to represent the country of, of your parents' birthplace, then that's I've got no drama with that. I think the eligibility rules around um, then going to play for another nation as far as um, state of origin and then in the future you know, representing Australia, I think that's, for me, that's the confusing part. Given, you know, Victor was born in Australia, he plays out here, um, he was in the New South Wales squad this year. Um, there's a lot of grey area in in this subject, isn't there, Kempi? Mm. Oh, mate, absolutely, and it's it's a really really tough one because I'll be I'll be a hundred percent honest. As a Queenslander and an mm. Australian, mm. I there's a, a big part of me that says, Nah, hang on a sec. You want to play Origin? You got to play for Australia. I I I love this country. I love my mm-hmm. state. Uh, and I, that's how it, it much it means to me. And I want everyone else that plays in that jersey, even though I didn't play in that jersey. But if I was yep. to play in that jersey, I want them all to care about the country as much as me. So that's the, yep. the traditional side of me, the guy that's purely thinking selfishly, purely mm-hmm. selfishly. But there's another side of me that understands the changing landscape of rugby league. Yes. You know, we're looking at some, I think it's like over 50% have yep. Polynesian heritage. Yep. Uh, and so I can understand as a game, that it may be more healthy for us to consider looking at eligibility rules again. Now, I don't mean just scrap it and say it's a free-for-all and you can just play for whatever you want. Yeah. But, you know, is there a, a situation or a scenario where we say, okay, look, if you've been here since you were 13 years old, you can play for your state, as in being in that state. Yes. And then you can also play for whatever country you are, only because of the changing landscape. So I'm because of the changing landscape, I'm leaning more towards – that side of things to help grow the game internationally. But I wanted to get your thoughts on the whole situation, Smithy. Yeah, it's a difficult one. I, I, like, is, there a, is there a right answer or a wrong answer? I'm not too sure. Um, I, I think from a point of view of, like, let's just take this year for an example. So Brian Toowi plays for New South Wales in all three State of Origin matches, and that's that's fine. He, he is the form winger for New South Wales and, and should have been there. But he won't be representing Australia at the end of the year. Mm. And I'll and I tell you a big chance of, of who will be there, and that's Josh Adokar. Now, we all know the situation there. Josh Adokar missed out on selection in the New South Wales side this year. But we'll have a situation where in the World Cup, let's just say Josh gets picked, and I, and I really feel as though that's a huge possibility. Josh Adokar will be representing Australia in a World Cup, but wasn't good enough to play for New South Wales in a state of origin. Mm. Now, traditionally, you, you'd look at the state of origin, and they are sort of... That's like a um, a selection sort of series to represent Australia at the end of the year. Now, I know that it's not wholly and solely based on the series and, and the team that wins and even and even the performances throughout um, that series, but I, I'd like to think that it has a, it plays a, a fair role in that. Mm. So I guess when we, if we go down this path of almost, you know, getting rid of the tier situation that Mal Meninga has tossed up and, and you know, respectfully to Mao, like he's, he's been around the game for a long time. He's played state of origin. He's played international football. He's coached in both arenas. Um, so you need to respect, you know, the, his, his opinions. Um, but by doing so, I think we're going to find our, ourselves in, in more and more of these situations. As you mentioned, Kempi, with, with, 
with so many more cultures being involved in our game now. So the Polynesian um, players, um, you know, the you know, there's Papua New Guinean players playing in our competition who are, who are some of the elite players of our comp. Um, we're now having, um, you know, guys with like in Victor Radley's situation, family heritage over in England as well. We're going to be finding ourselves in situations where there's people or players representing our country that can't even get a start in our state of origin. Mm. So I think this is where we need to make a decision around eligibility rules. And I know that's it's been a discussion now for a long, long time and they've changed. Mm. They they seem to change it, you know, every couple of years to to try and find out the best way to get around this sort of stuff. But I think if we want to go down a black and white rule where everyone's clear on on who's eligible for who, and this may hurt either state of origin or or international football, but I, I think you just need to nominate. Like if you if you want to play state of origin, if you want to represent Queensland or New South Wales, which is a state of Australia then I think you need to be available to play for the Kangaroos. Mm. I really do. And, I, and, and from there, I understand that if you're not selected for the Kangaroos, mm. then you can play for your second nominated country. Mm. And, I, and, and I, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that, um, that it's wrong to want to play for um, the country of your family's um, heritage, which, which Mal Meninga has, has mentioned. I, I completely understand that. But if you want to put your hand up and say, look, I want to play state of origin football, mm. well, you're representing a state of Australia. Mm. So if you're, if you're willing and you're happy to play state of origin and take on everything that state of origin football gives you, not to mention you know, a large sum of money per match to play state of origin, then you should be available for, for Australia at least, at least to be selected for them. Do you think that that could potentially hurt the international game? Or are you, I guess, are you kind of in the mindset of some one one part of the game's getting hurt, either origin or international game? Origin, Yeah, exactly. And so do you just kind of feel like, well, look, origin, you know, there's a clear path to eligibility here and, and the logical sense would be it's a state inside Australia. So let's stick with that rather than potentially harming origin to lift up the international game? Yeah. Well, well, I think you, you look at all the you look at all the current players, and you ask them who they'd prefer to play for first. It, it well, that, that's what, that's that's maybe the question you need to ask is who who are you um, putting ahead of who? Is it state of origin or is it your country? Mm. So, if you're willing to play for, say, like in Victor Radley's case, I want to play for England, and I my feelings are that strong. I want to represent England, um, where my father was born, mate. That's great. Happy for you. Happy to um, improve, you know, the quality of the England side. That's great, but you can't play state of origin now. Mm. I understand that, and and same for other other countries. If if I want to play for Tonga or Samoa, that's that's great. That's great for the international game. I completely understand that, and that's your family family's heritage. Mm. But then that means you're ineligible for state of origin. Mm. So th- those people that are willing to play for the Kangaroos, then they have the opportunity to represent either Queensland or New South Wales. Yeah. I'm so torn, it's, and, I, and, I, and I know it's a it's a really difficult one. It's it's a really difficult one. I just think it gets, it'll get really messy if we open the floodgates and just say, "Look, do your best," mm. and just have one rule as to you have to be 
in Australia or in either New South Wales or Queensland by the time you're what what age did you say it was? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that may just open the floodgates because because like in reality, in reality, we may get to a point in time. Let's just say ten years down the track, fifteen years down the track, where there won't be a single person playing in Origin that will be playing for the Kangaroos. That is, that is an absolute reality mm. in, yeah. in the next 10 years. I, I, I don't know. I, I look at the future of our game and I just think with, with the amount of, um, you know, um, Polynesian players um, playing in the NRL now with, with, you know, how they're great athletes, they're wonderful footballers. You know, as I said, you know, guys from Papua New Guinea coming down, players with, um, you know, ties to England and whatnot, how how they're improving in their um, ability to play in the NRL. I just feel as though there may be a point in time, like down the track, where so let's let's even say half mm. half of the half of the footballers involved in State of Origin they they will be representing other countries. Mm. It just it'll be a, it'll be a really really um, strange situation that we find ourselves in. So we just. I don't know the next the next decision that we make or the or the next sort of yeah talks we have around this eligibility thing it's it's going to have to be really well planned out. Yeah, I mean I tell you what before walking in here I would have been pretty you know uh, I mean pretty open to going look you know what if you've been here since thirteen you can play Origin and then you can play for whatever country is your heritage mm-hmm. but you've made some really good points you know it would be very strange in ten years time if the both sides were essentially filled with players that don't play for the country. And then later in the year, we have an Australian side that didn't <laughs> that play placed origin. That didn't play origin. That's a really good point. I, yeah, I, haven't, I didn't think of that at all. I, I just assumed it would always stay the way it is. Is like, you know, two to three players may decide to play for their heritage, yeah. not a lot. Well, well look, and, and mate, this is complementing this is complementing the, um, the, the Polynesian um, and as I said, Papua New Guinean and, and England, players or guys that have that heritage, that's complementing where they are now with how good they are at rugby league mm. and, and, and the athletes that we're seeing in our game. Like they're, 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 they're doing so many great things in our game. But that's, that's an absolute possibility. I'm just thinking you know, long-term that if we open the floodgates and just say, look, if you're here by 13, no dramas, you can play for origin, you can play in the state of origin and you can play for a, a country of your choice. There is a really strong possibility that you will see maybe half of the players playing in Origin eligible to play for the Kangaroos. It'd be a very, very strange thing to see. What about what about this? You have to put Australia as your number one desired team, and I know that would frustrate some, you know, Tongan Samoan fans because they'd be like, "Oh, mm. once again, Australia gets all the good players, and we just get left with the, you know, the players that don't make the side." Mm-hmm. But like a common ground of like you can. Put, if you put Australia as your number one, and if you don't make the side, then you can play for any country regardless of tier and then come back. Would that be a, a common ground you think that could work? Or Oh, look, possibly. Yeah, possibly, mate. And, and that's that's what I'm saying. I just I think we just need to be really careful with um, the decisions that we make in the near future with, with this. Um, as you mentioned, and you're, correct, you're, you're absolutely 100% right, that it's, there's a changing landscape in, in the NRL where we're seeing more players that are eligible to play for other countries playing in the NRL right now. And again, that, that is, that is, um, that's, that's, um, saying like, 
these guys from from these other countries. Like they're they're doing some wonderful things in our game, and they're, as I said, they're some of the best athletes. They're some of the best footballers in our game. It's just it's a it's a really really grey area at the moment that that I think we need to get sorted. I think the players want uh, a bit more of um, an idea of where you can and can't play. I think the fans need a bit more of an idea as well. I think just everyone following the game can be like, look mm. at our conversation right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think if you go around to a hundred people, you'd probably have, you know, multiple different opinions on, on what's right or what's wrong. Well, not so much what what's right and what's wrong. It's just the, the various opinions that you get on this certain subject. Mm. Yeah. It's mate. It's so interesting. As I said, before walking in here, I just said, you know what? Let them play for their heritage in Queensland and New South Wales. But putting that point there to real, like when you really sit down and go, you know what? That's a that's a real reality. Like in ten years, the Polynesian mm. boys—they're so impressive. PNG, absolutely. You know, you know, yeah. people with different heritage that yeah. we could be looking at an origin without Australian, like as in people that played for Australia after. So, yeah, mate, really, really good points. We've got some text here though. It's uh, again, it's it's a really people are really passionate about this uh, topic. Um, the one-eyed tiger has texted in. He said, who would have ever thought that I would agree with Cameron on selection criteria for Australia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like New South Wales giving two spots to players that don't want to play for Australia. Give it to two players that want to play for Australia. And then we've got another uh, text from Blady. He said, absolutely fair point, Smithy. You have to keep the integrity of the state, uh, the state name, New South Wales, Queensland. Otherwise... Yeah, it will be filled with no one from the respective states. Um, then there's another text as well, John from Bexley. Anyone mm-hmm. should be allowed to play for their country of heritage, regardless of the state of origin appearances. There are two completely separate rep situations. So he's on the other side of the fence. Yeah. Well, there you go, Campy, and, and that's exactly what I said, mate. You grab a hundred people and bring up this subject, and there'll be various um, opinions on on what they feel is the the best way to go about it. Um, but I, I think just as a game, we just we just need to clear it up. This this has been a confusing sort of area of the game for quite some time now, um, to the point where you know you look at um, was it Ronaldo Molitalo last year? Mm. He was selected. He was selected to play Origin. He was in camp, and then a couple of days in, he was he he was given a phone call and said, "Actually, oh. mate, you're not eligible." Wow. This is this is how confusing the whole situation is. Yeah. Yeah, wow. To have a bloke thinking like who grew up played in the junior, like the junior Queensland representative sides, representing Queensland in what, at 16s and 18s, I think it was. And would have chosen Australia to play for, like he would have played for Australia. Exactly. So this is what I mean. This is mm. exactly my point. So let's just, the game needs to sit down and have a clear um, path for eligibility around playing state of origin and then what country you will then play for. Mm. I think a, a really good... Again, this is really easy for me to say the NRL to spend their money. I, I get understand things cost money. But mm-hmm. one thing I would say is is that if we can get it from a young age where we make the rules really clear, but we give people with different heritages uh, yes. uh, equal opportunity to earn, you know, maybe not as much money as a Queensland and New South Wales game because it doesn't generate <laughs> as much money, but mm-hmm. at least put enough money into Samoa versus Tonga, PNG versus VNG, so that those games can get propped up to potentially grow their own following. So, for example, anyone that knows anything about Samoa and Tonga know that they have a deep history. Um, I mean, they used to go to war against each other, not to say that that's yes. today. <laughs> so if you could if you could cultivate that and turn it into its own kind of state of origin, I'm mm-hmm. sure there would be... Like, I love watching Samoa versus Tonga. Oh, it's um, the best. And so I do think it's that the a, best. a way to kind of... Uh, 
make it easier for people with different heritages is if they had that to play instead of Origin, they may say, you know what, I don't want to play for Australia. I want to play for Samoa, and I don't have to play Origin because I've got the Samoa Tonga game. Yep. Anyway, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got the coaching merry-go-round. We've got Mitchell Moses. How much is he worth? Tom Travojevic, bombshell. We've got plenty more to talk about. Dave Fafida. Uh, so stay tuned. Give us a text, 0457 736 736, or give us a call, 1300 01 1170. See you on the other side. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.